So we are, I'm delighted now to welcome uh, to, uh, to the forum Minister Pierakakis, the Minister of Digital Governance of the Hellenic Republic. I, I think this forum uh, shows the new face of Greece. And when we talk about looking ahead with confidence, it's exactly the new phase, the new capabilities that we are developing in Greece. And I think that there's no other sector that can showcase better the new phase of Greece than what is happening in the area of technology and uh, digitalization. Uh, it is really amazing that Greece can become the Silicon Valley of Europe. Uh, and I think this effort is being spearheaded by Minister Pierakakis, who has a transformational impact, not only on the government and the economy, but on the life of the average citizen, making it easier, simpler, and more efficient. So Minister, thank you for being with us. Thank you, it's a great joy to be with you. And uh, let me begin by saying that for us, it's a quite a historical day because today we uh, completed our 5G auction process. Uh, well, may I interrupt you to you, you don't sound come closer a little bit maybe how about how about now perfect excellent so uh, for us it's a historical day uh, I was saying because uh, we completed our 5g auction process today so uh, we auctioned uh, four bands of frequencies together we were one of the very few companies that managed to do this. We ran a sprint effectively to complete this auction because uh, we the process originally began when we came in, when we came into office in 2019. Um, in about 12 months, we managed to initiate the auction, and today it's completed. So uh, we just entered the, the 5G era in Greece. Um, we have managed uh, to actually make a pretty interesting design vis-a-vis -vis our policy on 5G because. 25% of the auction proceeds will go towards the creation of a specialized venture capital fund, the Festos Fund, which will be investing in the 5G ecosystem in Greece, meaning in startups and other types of companies that uh, uh, take advantage of those uh, better technologies and those better uh, speeds and latency uh, offered by uh, those new networks. And um, it's it fulfills one of the key priorities that we had originally set uh, since... Uh, 2019, we originally said that this would be completed by the end of 2020. And thus, since it's December, we managed uh, to check the box. Um, we have also advanced uh, a quite comprehensive policy on uh, digitally serving citizens. And uh, this became quite necessary during this quite challenging year because 2020 for us underlined that what was outstanding the elevated levels of bureaucracy and uh, the fact that we need to create a leaner, uh, a leaner state that better serves its citizens. What was outstanding became necessary because now citizens during lockdowns and during um, COVID-19 uh, health emergency measures had to be served uh, from home. Uh, thus, we tried to digitize many of the services that the Greek state previously offered. Uh, we created uh, a portal, we created an official government portal uh, gov.gr. In that portal, we started in March with 501 services offered digitally. Now we have reached 740 services and we add new services every single day. Our goal is to use this portal as the single point where citizens can interact with the state and uh, can interact easily and in a manner which further, further enhances trust uh, and further enables citizens uh, 
to do what they want, either uh, for corporations or for any other type of interaction that citizens may have. And for us, it's, I would say, the key tenet of the policy. We believe that uh, gov.gr is the new face of the Greek state. Um, it's now in Greek only, uh, but it will be offered in English quite soon. What we will be doing, though, next week is that we will be offering this service, the gov.gr service, also in an application mode for mobile phones. Uh, that's also fulfilling an original premise that uh, uh, the, the service that Greeks uh, are being offered by the Greek state should, should, should not only be a service offered on desktops or on laptops, but also a service offered on mobile phones. Thus, uh, we are also um, going to proceed with this uh, policy next week. We're also focusing on education and upskilling. Uh, we created the National Digital Academy. It's under the government portal, where we have uh, we offer freely more than 200 different courses by universities, corporations, either Greek or foreign, and a self-diagnostic test uh, to assess uh, your level of skills on digital and uh, what type of classes you need, uh, given your interests, in order to upskill yourself. Uh, we believe that this is necessary as the state is moving towards digital mode and it's, it's adopting a digital first philosophy uh, in its policy design. It's quite necessary that no one is left behind. We still have physical citizen service centers in Greece and we shall keep having them. They will change, of course, but we will always have a physical layer in our service. But as we also offer a digital, uh, a digital service to citizens, we understand that it's quite important for us to enable citizens to have access uh, and to learn how to have access to those uh, digital tools. So that's upskilling and reskilling is uh, also a key priority. Uh, we're adopting a policy of open data. We recently voted the law in Parliament, our digital transformation uh, law, uh, last September, where it actually received lots of support from many political parties in the Greek Parliament. And within this law, we have a new code for telecommunications, but also a new code on open data, on open data policy. And also before the year is out, we shall be uh, publishing uh, a new open data platform where we will be offering anonymous data on many layers of policy like transportation or taxation for free for researchers, for corporations, for anybody that wants to have access to this data. For us, it's a tool for democratic control, a tool for economic development, a tool for better investments and better policy decisions. And this is why uh, we're also focusing on that policy area. And I would say that uh, overall, we have two key priorities moving ahead. Uh, we recently published uh, our digital transformation Bible, as we say uh, in Greek, which is the, digital, the new digital strategy of the Greek government. The key, I would say, point of this uh, policy is that it's not only a strategy. It's available publicly. It's, un it's uh, under public consultation right now. We're receiving comments. Uh, it, but it's not only a strategy. It has design principles for systems, of course. It, has, it sets priorities. But I would say that the key differentiation point of this uh, new uh, book is that uh, we're defining the specific projects that we will be implementing in the next four years. We're defining more than 400 projects that are going to be financed uh, and implemented in Greece through many mechanisms. The key mechanism, of course, shall be the RRF, the new fund uh, advanced by the European Union post-COVID, which uh, is enabling us since 20% of the full financing of this fund shall go towards digital. It's enabling us to implement a very aggressive and a very optimistic digital strategy, not only for quick wins, smart projects, regulatory wins, but also on large projects that we also need, uh, 
both fully digital, but also digital and infrastructural, which uh, can further enable us uh, to change equilibrium and uh, become a digital front runner. Uh, the second uh, digital priority does not sound digital to begin with, but it is a digital priority in the end. It's uh, the vaccination process uh, for COVID. Because apart from the Ministry of Health, uh, many systems need to be designed, logistics systems, IT systems, um, uh, appointment systems for citizens, uh, in order to further help citizens receive their vaccinations in 2021. Uh, this is also a, a significant exercise. I would say it's the biggest logistic ex exercise after World War II, uh, but it finds us ready. Uh, we are currently designing these systems together, many ministries within the Greek government, and uh, we shall be ready to begin this process quite soon. But if I were to, to add a final point uh, to this um, intervention, I would say that uh, in 2019, Greece began from a point of equilibrium where we felt that we always if I were to make an IT analogy, we always had the hardware, but we lacked the software. We had the people, we, we had the, the location, but we didn't have the proper strategy and we didn't know the proper, let's say, rules of the game in order to unleash this potential economically, politically, uh, and overall. Uh, we feel that we can currently fulfill this premise. Uh, we have the people, we have the strategy, we have... We have showcased that we can implement very, very quickly in 2020 in a very dense period of time. The Greek state has changed. It has changed significantly. It has not changed enough. Uh, it's, um, it's, a, it's a big leap forward, but it's not enough. We feel that we need much bigger leaps moving forward. But uh, our policy on 5G, our policy even on COVID, on emergency response technological solutions, like even the SMS-based system, for citizens uh, who receive uh, their permits, uh, who use the system in order to be able to exit their homes during lockdown. All those new systems are being considered uh, digitally advanced and they're being considered digital case studies for other countries to follow. And this comes from a country which was not perceived in 2019 uh, as a digital front runner. Thus, I would uh, say as a final point that it is possible uh, to make big leaps if you have the strategy, if you have the people, and if in the end you have a firm belief in yourself and in your team that this is achievable and political will exists at the top. And in our case, it exists uh, in the face and in the will of our prime minister, who is, I would say, uh, the key owner and the key uh, catalyst behind this process, this project, which began much before we came into office, but which is being implemented in very uh, quick speeds and in very dense periods of time. Thank you. So before we uh, before we we go, uh, if I can ask you a couple of questions. First of all, what you're doing is really pioneering. Uh, can I ask you what kind of response and receptiveness have you experienced from the part of the businesses, of course, and, and the Greek citizens? They must I would, be thrilled. I would say that the vast majority of citizens and corporations, uh, the vast majority of the Greek people are viewing this. Uh, in, uh, in very positive terms, because, uh, and I would say that this is in effect a non-ideological at the very end of the day policy uh, policy initiative, because everybody wants lesser volumes of bureaucracy, everybody wants better infrastructure. So discussions on infrastructure and on limiting bureaucracy have the potential uh, to, to unite people behind them. And uh, everybody, I would say, even if we disagree on the means, 
everybody agrees upon the premise, upon the premise that this needs to change, upon the premise that this country has potential, that it simply hasn't yet unleashed or hadn't yet unleashed. So uh, the Greek people are quite behind this policy and we view this uh, in every polling, in every poll uh, publicly uh, announced uh, or published. I would think that uh, one of the positive uh, results of the current uh, COVID crisis, if there is any, is that everybody is getting a lot more familiar with technology as part of our daily life. And hopefully that can assist uh, in your mission. I would say that if, if we were to view this uh, in an overall basis, COVID-19 did not create this strategy. The strategy existed since 2019, but COVID-19 made us a very negative a pandemic, a very negative event, um, made what was outstanding necessary. And thus, made us have to move in much higher speeds at a much higher pace than what would be than what would be previously expected because public demand for those policy solutions ignited because th things were currently things that were good previously were now necessary uh, so now people of course are much more accustomed uh, to technologies they much more they, they understand uh, that the technological system is quite necessary for uh, our daily lives to continue i mean I don't think that one of us could envision a pandemic without the internet. Uh, our quality of life would be completely different if we were to think of the comparison of our great-grandparents in, in the Spanish flu, uh, where the technological means of this kind didn't exist. Thus, uh, I, I think that uh, Greek citizens, uh, as I said before, are quite appreciative, and they are the real catalysts behind the plan. We have a plan, but it's public demand that catalyzes the plan. So you started your remarks with uh, the 5G. Uh, let's end uh, with the 5G. It's a historic day, as you mentioned, a uh, historic achievement. So can you share a little bit more information on the overall auction and the process and what's next? Yes, uh, I would say that uh, the, the overall process uh, behind the auction, as I said, required, required lots of bureaucratic uh, in, initiatives. It required more than 70 different legislative, regulatory, slash policy actions within 12 months. Bundling for, um, having four bands together in the auction is something quite new for Greece. The maximum number of bands that we had auctioned together in the past were two. Uh, we auctioned all four bands of 5G together in a single process, which is by itself an innovation. This is, I would say, the first element of the innovation. Uh, I had a discussion with Michael Kratzios uh, a couple of months back in Athens uh, where we had the chance to describe the process to him, and he felt that the speeds uh, that we managed to attain and the fact that we managed to attain a four-band process to begin with was by itself innovative uh, and showcased commitment and speed. But we, we added on top of this two, two, two additional layers of innovation. The second layer of innovation is the fund that I mentioned before, the Festos Fund. Uh, and in a sense, this creates a different philosophy uh, behind 5G because the missing discussion in 5G uh, is the market discussion, because we're speaking a lot about the technological equipment for, for many reasons, for security reasons or for any other reason. We're speaking a lot about the auction process, as I just did, but uh, added value shall be generated primarily by the market, meaning that when we will have 5G on our phones, um, we will just have very much quicker phones. Uh, but in reality, we even now with 4G, we can, we can do FaceTime, we can watch video. So the added value in service shall come from the industrial applications that will come from 5G in every vertical, in, in every different market, 
in the transport in the transportation market, in the health market, etc. So for us, the question became: how can we create a push factor in order to generate value in the market? And this is why we decided to link the auction process together with the establishment of a specialized venture capital fund that shall invest in this market and in a sense shall enable the generation of this market. So this is the second innovation. And the third innovation that I didn't mention before is the fact that we reserved a portion of the spectrum, a small portion of the spectrum, uh, also having discussed a lot with policy officials from the US, by the way, in this, and very much inspired by those discussions. And we reserved this portion of the spectrum for free access to corporations, startups, research centers, etc. Thus, helping the state offer uh, a significant resource that it has, i.e. the spectrum, for free for product development. So if you look at all three points together, Greece managed to, do, to design a policy process which was extremely innovative for international standards. And uh, this came again from a country which uh, was not previously perceived as a digital front runner and which still has lots of bureaucratic and technological challenges to resolve. Uh, thus, we, we are quite uh, optimistic about the future. We're optimistic about this process to begin with. We're very much uh, expecting to see the first 5G networks being rolled out in Greece. But in reality, we're even much more looking forward to see the value, the economic value, the new jobs, uh, the overall economic activity generated by this policy process. And I have to say that I'm very much thankful because it's never the, the work of one person. I'm very much thankful to all my associates. I'm very much thankful to people that work within this ministry, that work within the Greek government, that work in the corporations that we collaborated with. This required a significant effort over the last months, but it's an effort that today materialized. And I have to say that I'm quite grateful for this. Minister, thank you very much. It's been really a privilege to have you with us. Thank you for your insightful uh, remarks. Uh, setting the stage for our next panel that will uh, follow on. Again, tremendous thanks for having you with us. Congratulations and good luck. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Bye -bye. you. Thank you.